Happy New Year! 2022 is going to be the best year of your life. Start saying it. Start making it happen day by day. Practice self-love and you're going to be all right. This is from me to everyone out there. Have a happy new year full of nothing but blessings. Going up and coming down. Kings and queens, let's have fun. Let's enjoy life. Let's enjoy every moment of the day. It starts with you, hon. It starts with you. If you haven't heard from Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. It's everything you need in one podcast in one place. And the best of all, Anchor is totally free. All you gotta do is tell them to come <laughs> that your girl Clarice sent you. In the meantime, Royals, have a great day. Bye, Royals! Hello, kings and queens. Peace and blessings to everyone near and far. This is your girl, Clarice, and I hope that each and every one of you out there is taking good care of yourselves. Ooh, we have a dog on frost, freeze warning throughout the whole fucking little country here because I'm telling you it's cold as a bitch out there <laughs> I was so mad and upset with myself no but I took some time out got up because it was cold as hell in the house I was trying to figure out what's going on and I mean here it is my son's up he's running around he's on his phone talking to his cousins and everything they like they got like a group chat that they got going on and I'm like damn it's cold as a bitch in here <laughs> and I mean like I was cold and um I can't sleep when it's cold I honestly can't I sleep better when it's hot that's throughout the whole year now let's get into this the reason why that is I'm anemic and anemic people man we always cold so yeah I gotta be warmer and not only that, though, I enjoy being cuddled up like a baby, you know, when I sleep. Especially if I'm sleeping by myself. <laughs> but, yeah, I got up, and I was like, man, I had some ribs that I was going to cook the night before. But my, my son, you know, he ordered out some pizza for everybody. And some bread sticks and some cinnamon twists and stuff like that. So, hey. Who am I the damn judge? <laughs> I went in there and got me a plate of food. And I came back into my room. And I sat there. And I watched some TikTok. And got warm. And enjoyed my afternoon. You know what I'm saying? Enjoyed it. Um... But the, the air keeps going. Like, it, one minute, it's, like, really, like, a brisk, a warm, hot-ass air coming. And then, like, the, the cold air comes in. Then we got, like, you know, you got a little drafts in the house where you feel a little bit of cold air here and there. So, I'm like, oh, my, oh no, 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 ain't going to happen. So, <laughs> I went into the damn, I got my son to go with me. My little baby son and me and him went into the kitchen and I washed off some pork ribs. I sliced them boy up and I boiled them. Shit. After I boil them bad boy, I put them in the doggone baking dish. Add some seasoning to it. Put it in the doggone oven. Got the house smelling good right about now. It smells real good. 
Because I, I mean, I had a t- I, I'm, I'm eating crazy ass foods, kings and queens. I'm not eating like how I'm supposed to eat. <laughs> and it's really bizarre. It's like, whoa, why am I doing this? But, um, yeah, I'm, <clears throat> here it is. I'll watch something on like TikTok or YouTube, maybe, or even, even Facebook or even on regular television. And I get an idea to do something, you know. And I had an idea to go make some ribs. Now, I've never made ribs in about, like, a good seven years. Because, you know, I don't really too much care for ribs like that. I prefer brittle bones or, like, stew meat compared to, you know, ribs. So I've never, I've never made them. I never had them like that. I don't too much care for them like that. I say my meat of choice is fish. I rather have croaker fish, you know, whiting, you know, that type of fish, <laughs> than to actually deal with whatever the hell I got going on. <laughs> but um, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna take the because I want the smell of barbecue. I love the smell of barbecue this time of year, of course. Tailgating, you know, Super Bowl is right around the corner. No good. <laughs> I made me a cup of ginger and lemon tea. And I came and sat below behind back down. And I see like, in the next hour or so, right? I'm not sure if I want salad. Because I only made enough ribs for everybody to get two slices. Okay. There's only four of us. So, yeah. I'm going to, um. <clears throat> what am I going to do? Okay. Yeah, definitely. I need to figure out what I'm going to actually eat with it. I was thinking about making a nice salad. A nice pasta salad. Because we haven't had, like, shrimp and, you know, seafood salad in a while. But then I can do potato salad, too. And then I can also just bring, you know, make a nice romaine salad. You know, romaine, tomatoes with cucumbers and onions. And a little bit of mushrooms with turkey, meat and ham and cheese. And a little bit of salad dressing. <laughs> but I know I, I definitely need to make my, my mind. So I got an hour right now. I'm just thinking right now out loud, kings and queens, trying to figure out what the hell am I actually going to fix with these ribs. And um, I'm also, I stopped there now. Cause I, I, <laughs> um, <laughs> because I'm cooking, I'm, I'm thinking about making some fried fish. So I got some whiting that I have right now thawing out. Um, I'm thinking about making either chili or some sloppy joes. And I'm doing this because of the fact that my kids talk about it's no nothing to eat. We have food, kings and queens. You know, you have canned goods. And so these kids is like, nah. They want, they're so like microwavable. <laughs> they want everything like the hot pockets, you know, the ta- the, the, the takis, the takis, as we call them, little burn up things that burn up your little booty hole. <laughs> yes, but I, by all means, yeah, they want these things in which, like fast food. And like I told him, I said, it's food in here. This boy talk about it. nothing to eat. Yes, it's always food to eat. It may not be what you want to eat. And that's nine times out of ten, that's what it is. Like, I know my son like oatmeal. So, I got oatmeal in the cabinet. That's not what they want. <laughs> that's not what they want. <laughs> it's not the right flavor. I say, got waffles. I said, y'all can make waffles. Do you know how to make waffles? And I, you know, I allow my son to make scrambled eggs. I teach them how to make scrambled eggs, how to make sausage and, and um, bacon. So it's not like as if you don't know what to do, you know? And you have to teach these kids how to cook. Yeah, you have to at least spend at least once a day, get them into the mood of wanting to cook because there will come a time. Whereas they gonna have to do for themselves, and not every time you are gonna be able to run to no damn 
McDonald's or Taco Bell's or Subway or whatever to get anything to eat. Sometimes you got to sit your ass home and eat. Oh, my God. But telling these kids these things, boy, they get. You can come up with a face. Oh, you can just see how their face all turn out. <laughs> all mess up. Like, like what, what, what mama talking about? What was she really talking about? I'm talking about reality. You know, it's nothing wrong with learning how to do something for yourself, you know. And, yeah, why, you know, you might probably want to cook for your damn woman. Your little mate. You may have your mate, you know. So learn how to do something nice for yourself. Learn to cook at least two or three good meals, you know, just so that you can say that, hey, I can cook. Hey, I can do this, you know. So I got him in the kitchen teaching him how to do certain things so that I don't want to hear him talk about, well, there's no food in the house. No, because they want, they want cookies. <laughs> they want the milk and cookies. <laughs> they want things, the fast shit, you know, you know, pizza and shit like that. No, they got food in here. Got chili in here. You know, I might not have the meat, the right meat to cook with the chili. Or it got sloppy joes, but I got the right meat for that one. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, I have peanut. I got, I got peanut butter and jelly, right? But no bread. Okay, okay, no problem. But you know, I already told him like I go into the grocery store. You know, the, you know, the next couple of days. But they got not food for the asses to eat today and tomorrow and the other day. It's just that they do not like cooking <laughs> they don't like cooking because there's food in here they got french fries had a big bag of french fries in here you know but then yet you will go to mcdonald's and get their french fries <laughs> you go to chinese place you know great wall and get french fries or fried chicken whereas you can get fried fish right here it's all got fried doggone french fries and a little toss salad wouldn't hurt you. But hey, that's what they do. That's the, that, 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 that's the generation in which I'm loving it. So I, I got the asses. Today, I'm going to cook an ass of food. I'm going to go in there and fix a damn pot of damn golden yellow corn. Turn around, make, probably make some mixed rice. Probably some, some scrambled rice. Probably do some... um. Either some yellow rice, um, corn, ribs, salad. Uh, I'm gonna fix a big. I got me a crock pot. I wish I ain't got no air fryer. I, I ain't get that air fryer yet. But I'm gonna get that air fryer. But I'm gonna get that um crock pot. And either I'm gonna make some sloppy joes in that bad boy, or some chili in that stuff. Enough stuff to last for the rest of this motherfucking week. And I better not hear nothing about I hungry. <laughs> Because he got a tendency, I don't know what the hell is wrong. He triggers me with that. I'm like, boy, it got food in it. It got apple and oranges, yogurt, peanut butter and jelly, ice cream, you know, strawberry ice cream, cherry ice cream, and the, the chocolate vanilla ice cream. Okay, turn around. There's not a lot of junk food. I don't have, I don't buy junk food. To be, to be truthfully honest. When I go grocery shopping, majority of my money is spent on fruits and vegetables. I go to one store to get my all my meats, all my meats, all my eggs, like my eggs, my protein feed, my protein feed. That's what I go get. And that's majority of times that's just the eggs by itself. I got a good deal on eggs. Okay. Your margarine, you know, your seasoning, and your meat. I get my chicken, my turkey meat, my fish, scallops, and shrimp, salmon, um, corned beef hash, my um, sardines, my pineapples, you know, my jello mixes, my applesauce. I go and get those things. I get all those things from one store. Then I go from one store to the next store. That's has that's what that's what I've been doing for the last couple of months now. Or almost years now. You might as well say years. 
That's what I've been doing. And go to two different stores. One to just get all the meat that I can get. Get the beer that I drink. You know, get all the meats and stuff. So when I want to make a damn pot of beef stew, I got my beef stew. You know, I got my dog on llama beans. You know, whatever. Got it going on. And then in one store, the next store I go to is just for the fruits, the vegetables. Majority of times, even the seafood. I get seafood from them too. And, um, and you buy one, get one, freeze. I get those. Heck yeah, I ain't no shame on my game. Shit, you, you, you feeding for a family who like to eat. So, yeah. And I, and I mean, these kids, man, he has like, like when family come over, oh yeah. And I mean, like, they bring food for us all the time. Cause they know, they know how we go. <laughs> I got family who always bringing us something. You know, I got neighbors who always bring us something. So that when they come and we eat, we like, hey, I said, hey, we got some um, so-and-so going on right now. Come get a plate. That's how we do. You you do for me, I do for you. I look out for you. You look out for me, I look out for you. Your kids over here, they playing. Okay, yeah. They won't get get a raid. I got one nephew, you know. And I understand him now. At first, I've been like, nah, nah. And maybe because in my era growing up, my grandma and my family didn't play that. You had to eat what the hell we put in front of us. I'm just sorry to say that's what we had to do. We had to eat the food in which my grandmama made, my mom made. We had to eat it. And the treat, like like how they talk about now, okay, now, for dessert, y'all can get some banana pudding, you know, or a slice of cake and ice cream, or, you know, y'all can get whatever, you know. <coughs> but um, it wasn't like that in our household. My grandmama did not play. My grandmama, would, this is what she used to do. She would get in the kitchen. She fixed dinner. She deliberately will fry the chicken at last. Because the chicken, all oh, the chicken, her chicken was so good. You know like how. <laughs> you know how you eat something. You be like, oh God. You feel like a little kid. And you're sitting there, you're eating, and they're like, oh my god, this steak tastes so good, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, with her, man, Granny did not play that. Granny even like, here, look here, we had rice, we had some type of vegetable, and probably sometimes be sweet, sweet cream corn, which I could not stand that shit. <laughs> and majority of times, we lock up and don't didn't get that. We get like sweet corn or green lima beans and corn or some sort of succotash with rice or some kind of beans and rice. But you had to eat them beans and rice. And once you eat them beans and rice, you get some Kool-Aid and a nice piece of hot chicken. (laughs) In our household, that's how we run. And these days in time, like I have a bit like one of my friends... Her granddaughter does not like when you fix her plate and you know like how you take the rice and you put the gravy on the rice. She's like, no, she don't she will not eat that. I've never heard of nothing like that in my life. But she will not eat the gravy with the rice. On the rice. She don't she wouldn't do that shit. You would have to take the gravy. And put it on the side. Put the vegetables, then the meat probably, and then the chicken. It got so bad to where ass. She was like that with ketchup too even. You couldn't put ketchup on her fries. She was like, okay, nah, I'm not eating this. <laughs> she wanted the ketchup and a little bit of mustard on the side. And I was like, wow, I've never heard of anything like that. But it's true. It's freaking true. I have a nephew who only eats certain foods. But I'm glad that he eats. 
you know. And I was like, cause I, I you know, I'd be like, here, I've been sitting here, and I'm like, what do you eat? And he's like, he eats chicken, you know, he eats goldfish. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> you know, but as long as he eats, that's all that matters to me, shit, as long as he eats. But um, it, it was like, uh, I was like, weird, like weird, you know, because, and I mean, he had it good. He has it good because he gets what he wants and stuff like that. But granny, my granny didn't play that with me. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> but um, yeah, I had another little friend, right? Who, man, she, she would not eat. Like they have salad. And let's say, okay, let's say potato salad. Potato salad. Now, she loved potatoes. Oh, my God. She loved potatoes. So, she'll sit there and she'll scrape all of the mayonnaise and the pickles off. The, <laughs> and she'll eat the potatoes. What did anything else? She didn't like the eggs. She like, yuck. <laughs> you know? And then when it came down to chicken, like, she wouldn't eat... She wouldn't eat the um the skin off the chicken, which you know some kids are like that. They don't like the skin. They'll just eat the meat. Derek. And then like when it came down the cereal. Now she like oatmeal. So I, I usually just would fix her the little thing of oatmeal. And I remember I fixed her the oatmeal, man, but then she get mad, like you didn't put, she said, you didn't put no, no sweetness in it. I said, what do you mean by sweetness? <laughs> what do you mean by sweetness? I said, my mom has put either like pancake, a little pancake syrup, or some honey in the oatmeal. I said, okay, well, I said, I got some raw honey in there. I got pancake syrup. You know, as I said, I'll use the raw honey since that's closest to me. I use the raw honey. Put a little butter into it and mix it around for her and she tastes it. She said, you ain't put no butter in it. I said, no, I put butter in it now. Then she said, like, she like butter, raw honey, and cinnamon in it. I mean, she'll sit there and she'll eat it. And I had a bunch of, like, because wherever I went at, like I say, everybody always looking out for me. And I'm always looking out for them. But the majority, a lot of people, when I say a lot of people, I'm talking about family members, close friends of the family. You know, because they know I don't like going grocery shopping. A lot of things that I used to like doing, I don't really like doing anymore. And um, <clears throat> it's like an inconvenience now to do certain things. So when I do get a chance to go to grocery shopping, I make sure that I get the things that I know nobody else going to get. Like the seasoning. You know, you stock up on stuff. So, you don't be going to the store every damn week. Now, when I go grocery shopping, it's like it can last up to for a good, a good three days, three weeks. Three weeks. Because by then, I want something totally different. <laughs> you know, like here. And I, I've went, I have actually went grocery shopping. I don't like going grocery shopping on being hungry. Because when you go hungry, you seem to overspend. That's truth. Facts. <laughs> you will you will overspend. Because you like you thinking about what you can eat right now. What you know, how you get down right now. But the good thing about it, when it comes down to grocery shopping now, when I do go, I just like I told y'all, I make sure that I get the things that I know that no one else is frankly gonna get. So that we always have. Like, I'll do things like, I, things that I knew that they don't like, I would buy. <laughs> like, they don't too much care for pineapple juice. I love pineapple juice, so I'm going to get the motherfucker. <laughs> Turn around, get my cranberry juice. You know, stock up on those things. My waters. You know, but I think about getting a photo. So I can get my, make my own, you know, my own water. And like, 
fruits and vegetables. We got our own, like, my mom got, my mom has a garden. She has a couple of trees, even, like a peach tree. I think we got a peach tree and an orange tree, if I'm not mistaken. But we got, like, two, wow, good saving from, from her birthday. That's what she got for her birthday. She got a, a garden full of fruits and vegetables into her garden. And I know that shit is going to be pretty. The problem we got to worry about is the birds. And the, the <laughs> worry about the birds. See, I, I want to get a dog on. I was going to get some dog on um, sunflower seeds for the birds to have. Since we got a bird bath, right? But I'm like, nah, I ain't doing all of that. Because they might take your fruit too. <laughs> you got to say fruit flowers. Yeah, but watermelon too. I remember um, my son me did the first watermelon that we had. That sucker was it was this a round watermelon, and I don't remember if we ate it or not. I'm trying to remember if we ate it. We probably did. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my goodness! But those those are just a couple of things that I want to talk about, kings and queens. So let's get in. We're gonna get into something totally yes. The weather out there is still snowing. I haven't seen any snow quite yet. And another thing, I haven't actually been outdoors yet in the last 24 hours. I staying like I say, I don't like the cold like this. I mean, I like this is the thing. I love this time of the year though. I love celebrating the holidays. You know, my birthday, Thanksgiving, you know, my nephew's birthday, you know, <laughs> Christmas, Kwanzaa, you know, I and New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. I love this part of the year. I always have and always will. Yeah. And I mean, here it is so the thing about it though, when it all boils down, kings and queens. You love it up on yourself. You take care of yourself. You getting the rest and what you need, right? But <laughs> let me trip y'all out about something. <clears throat> the weather out there, we getting a little bit of snow. But like I said on yesterday, right? Even though we might just get a little bit of snow, you still can slide. We it's known to slide. We known to slide from one part of the street to the next which is dangerous because you can slide into another vehicle or a human being on a bicycle or you know you can just I'm not saying that that's happening but these are things that can actually happen okay that's why they shut shit down when it come down to freeze warning when it come down to sunny sign of snow in South Carolina we shut it down because we have had accidents where people have been in accidents and it could have ended up being a deadly one. I'm not sure if it was a deadly one that made them wanting to cut it down the way that they do, but I'm telling you right now, if you ain't gotta go into a place, stay your ass home. <laughs> stay your behind home. Jesus. You know, go outside and enjoy the snow, enjoy that time with your kids and stuff like that. But keep in mind, we still dealing with pandemic, still dealing with corona. And I don't know what to say about this shit. This is a time where as these kids are going to be mentally drained. Because you can tell, especially the ones that don't really have... A support team at home and I'm not saying this is not to make fun of nobody I'm not making no jokes but some kids only have a mom and dad grandmama grandpa when COVID came COVID take a lot of that shit away from these kids these kids seen too much especially if these the children that watch TV a lot or they check up on the news. You know, they do things like that. They take in the weather and they see how much people are being get got the COVID. And they see the deaths. Mentally, 
Just like with anything else, if it was the flu, if it was any other type of illness or whatever the case was, and it was like killing us the way that it was killing us, affecting our lives, and these kids are not doing the things that they once do. Very seldom do they talk about the issues. That's why you have to keep the lines of communication with kids open. They go to school and they become frustrated. They want to fight people. They want to argue and, and they just, they're just not right. Mentally, they're not right. They start doing things that they weren't doing before. They were good kids. You know, all of that energy in which they had, they took it towards playing ball. They took it towards getting their work done. They took it towards going to school and coming home from school. But some kids ain't like that. It's like, if we, I don't know what we're going to do. Because the situation at hand, I know that we need to keep the lines of communication open between our children. We need to talk to our kids. Let them know that we love them. Let them know that they are love. If no one's not their problem, what we're going through. And that we got to keep faith and hope alive for them. Because these children are suffering. Oh, yes, they are suffering. If you don't believe me, you ask a child. Especially the ones that are just used to being in school. Are used to being around friends. Are used to going out, you know, to special events and supporting their school. Support, you know, supporting the arts in their school. The arts and the sports in their school. There are a lot of kids right now. Who can truly tell, you can truly tell you say, you know, like, you know, I must be in a school. I must go school being full with students. And all of us, all the kids are here, not some, all of them are here. You know? And we're able to go to the band practice and we're able to go to um football practice and sports and you know, we're able to do those things. But now it just seems like everything is just grum and dismay. You know, some children are fortunate still to play basketball and certain sports and stuff like that. That's not, not to cut them out. We're not cutting no one out. It's just the fact that some wish we could just go back real hardcore, like how we went before. But it's dangerous to do so. It's just dangerous to do so. So... I mean, make sure, I know that lines of communication, make sure that you talk to your kid because your kid can be in depressed mode. I mean, let me tell you like this. I had a friend, <clears throat> and she's going through it. She's really going through it. And there's a lot of people who are going through it as well. And she's been like, she comes from a very, very large family, especially on her father's side. Father's got a lot of nieces and nephews and cousins, I mean, out of the window, okay? And when you got a large family, when it comes down to marriage, when it comes down to funerals, you got a large freaking family, that's one thing you always got on your mind, It's who next. <laughs> and that's how she was. She she didn't she didn't want to become that person to say that. She didn't want to say that. But she was like, she looked at me like, who's next? She tired of crying, was tired of, you know, <sighs> dealing. Cause it, it was every person that was in her family meant something to her. Whether or not they were on good terms or bad terms. Because she had some family members, man, who done her dirty, man. And she, you know, like, <laughs> she she used to talk about that shit all the time. But, um, you know, we family. We do shit like that. We talk about our problems and our issues. You know, we try to solve the things that we can solve and the things that we can't. Hell, we give it to God. Let God do do his work, you know. And by, while saying that, right, she lost 17 people last year by itself. 17. 
told you this is a big ass family. And not being able to hug certain people. Because I mean, she just felt some kind of way. And, they, you know, like people, some people, when they know they're sick, they don't want to be like every conversation and what you have with them. I, I, I picked up on this. I picked on, up on this a lot. A lot of times when people do not want to hold conversations about their health and how long they got to live and all this crazy. They usually will just talk about everything else. And it make it seem like, you know, when you talking to them, they, they make it seem like there ain't nothing wrong. Majority of times, now, not all the time. Some will be like, they'll be like telling you what the hell going on with them. You know, but then there got people who don't want you to worry. They don't want to worry about it. They don't want you to worry about it. So the last thing they're going to worry about is this. We're going to concentrate on being happy and content and putting everything in the Lord's hand. You know, if it's time for me to go, it's time for me to go. I already served my purpose. I already did what I needed to do. This is what they're thinking. You know, but I'm going to make sure that I have a loving conversation with my nieces and nephews, my cousins, my mom, my dad, you know, cousins and stuff like that. So this has been happening. And the conversations be so funny, so jokey, you know, memories in which we made. You know, having a family reunion and all the people that came and the ones that act the hell up, who cut up, could not cool down for nothing. <laughs> the ones who've been acting a fool, yeah, them the ones we talking about, you know. And the memories in which we had, man, we had a we had a good time. It was a religious time because we talked about God. You know, we got a couple of choruses in. A lot of voices came out, you know. We had people in there who can sing, not sing, but sing. <laughs> sing. Mm-hmm. Get you in the mood. Make your body feel good. Make you feel good inside as well as out. Then we had people who could rap. That's right, rap. Then we had people who can damn recite poems. And we had people who talked about the goodness and graces of being alive and being grateful and thankful for everything in which you have and having family, loving family, despite whether we right or wrong. Amen. Not going to bed angry with each other and learning how to compromise, communicate, learning how to say, I'm sorry, I love you. More often than ever. These kings and queens, man, I swear, I swear, are the best parts of having a big family. Is when it comes down to good occasions. As well as sad ones, even. Because the sad ones teach us so much about ourselves. It teaches us how strong we can come. And how we all can get together. And how we all can grieve. Even though we grieve differently. Some take longer than others. But when we come together, we make sure that everybody is okay. Everybody's doing all right. And letting people know that, you know, we all going to make this step. We all going to take that step one day. We all need to be happy and content within ourselves as well with others. We need to be happy and content for the life in which we have lived and the purpose in which we served. <laughs> but kings and queens, Lord, woo, 17, 17 funerals, and you know, she couldn't go to every last one of them, but a friend of the family, since that's what she does, she's into like video, you know, editing videos and creating videos, she went ahead and she did every funeral very nicely with music, with poems, with story time, with laughter. A lot of love was put into everything in which she did. And she made it beautiful. 
So December 28th was the last funeral, the very, very last funeral that happened. And it tore my friend, my friend, the hell up. It tore her up inside. She's like, I was arguing with this person, you know, a year ago. And we finally had just started putting this stuff behind us, the little argument and stuff that we were arguing about behind us, you know? And they were telling me how proud they were of me and the children and how proud they were of the decision what she made back in the day. And how hardworking she was. And how beautiful her family was. The things in which we have said. Which we have said a long time ago. But they're making it up for it now. They're saying it now. And this is the conversation that was going back and forth. Among these two individuals. And it was like, well, we're going to try to get together at least once a month, if it was not in person, we're going to do it on chat. We're going to do it on video chat and make it happen. You know, because I know you're a busy woman. I know that you still striving, you know, to take care of family and make sure everything all right. You're looking after everybody. And I hope, and I said, we're looking after you too, <laughs> you know. You got a husband and everything like that. And this is before the divorce and everything like that. Oh, yeah. Like I said, she went through it. And after talking to this person, she was like, we're going to get together. So she kept in contact with them. They kept in contact with each other for the next couple of months. Up and down, back and forth. How y'all doing? Hey, we doing all right, you know? You heard about the earthquake down here? Yeah, I heard about the earthquake down here. You hear about what they did up here, right? <laughs> you know what they did up here, right? Shit. I said, man, I said, it, it never fails. It never fails for real. Oh, my gosh, the hurricane, the water came through my house. You know, I had to move. Said I'm not living where I used to live at. I mean, you know, I was. She said she was planning on moving anyway. That what the whole thing was. She was planning on moving out that house anyway. But the house is paid for and everything like that. So, but she got a friend who was downsizing. You see how God worked. She had a friend who was downsizing because all her children, her last, she got like just her youngest daughter. This is like her last year's school. And <clears throat> she in the house. They two in the house. And they got like a four-bedroom house. And she went to go stay with her best friend right around the corner from where she lives at. You know, because at least her house was a little bigger and it was a little higher. You know, their houses, you know how it is. You say, you know you love in South Carolina. You know how that is. <laughs> Well, I live in North Carolina. You know how that is down here, too. <laughs> Shit. So, I mean, the conversations, they kept it real. They kept it real behind each other. And then she said, well, I go to the doctor on Wednesday. She said, I want to get a breast reduction. That's what she's trying to go do. And, um, yeah, she said, just keep me in prayer. I, said, I keep you in prayer, too. I'm going to call you, and we're going to talk, talk, talk some more. Yeah. Yeah. So they kept on talking to each other. Then somebody died. Somebody in their family had died. She couldn't go to the funeral, of course. Key, you know, my, my friend did go. She did go. She didn't stay. She was like, man, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. She said, but I love you, I gotta go, I gotta go. She jumped in her car and she went, got some coffee, and just cried 
for the next 24 hours. Just cry, cry her behind off. And she's like, I don't know, I don't know. Like, does this seem like a triple effect for the next couple of months? Triple effect. She didn't even enjoy her birthday even. Went through it. Oh, Lord. And then the same Auntie Red here. Oh, boy. <laughs> Auntie called back and told her, say, that um, she got some type of bad news from her doctor. She said, but I'm not going to allow it to get me back down. She said, well, you know, key on. I said, well, key. <laughs> She been like, okay, I'm coming. I'm gonna come up there. I'm gonna come up there. I'm gonna see you. I need to take a break anyway. So she went up there. She went, got her girls. She brought the girls over to Auntie's house. Auntie got to meet the best friend, her daughter. All of them had a good time. Shit, she like <clears throat> they put on the grill. <laughs> They ain't had no damn hamburger bun. <laughs> they ain't had no hawk dog. <laughs> Them girls were like, I don't care about that. We, you know, shit. Mama gone in our house. Fix some fucking red rice. <laughs> and all seven of them standing there looking at each other. You fixing red rice for? <laughs> so y'all in there. Y'all, y'all, y'all on the grill, right? Okay. I got y'all. <laughs> she, she still make the hamburger, the hawk dog. We ain't had no bun, okay? Don't don't judge us. <laughs> but um, <laughs> she said I got some. She said I got some chicken. She said I got some, I think I got some thighs, chicken thighs or chicken wings or something. I got something and I look in that deep freezer. So me looking through the deep freezer, couldn't find that that that. that. And then, like, but I'm a homegirl, find some corn. So, oh, shit, we got some corn in the cup. <laughs> yeah, but that's what they did. They made some red rice, some damn meat, and some damn corn. God damn it. And some coal. She got some coal, damn Kool-Aid in there from kids. Some girls. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, they had a good time. They were talking about, they were doing Madea and stuff, and karaoke night they've been playing um oh gosh they played um oh my gosh they did um karaoke night and they were talking about Madea they've been watching Madea movie they had a good time and we stayed up until like one o'clock that night and then, like, we were like, we were about to leave. And she's like, no, y'all can stay. Y'all can stay. She said, I'll wake y'all up in the morning if y'all have to, you know, y'all go to church or whatever like that. Not church. She didn't say church. She didn't say church. No, she said if y'all had to go somewhere. Yeah, she did say church. She did say church because she was still was going to church. Even if they were going to the actual church, they were going to parking lot, whatever like that. She said, well, y'all can stay, you know, unless y'all going somewhere early in the morning. I can wake y'all up in the morning. But don't, you know, might as well chill, you know. And then, like, that's when Auntie came and she talked to her and told her what everything. You know, like, people don't like talking about their health, especially if it's a bad thing. You know, but you need support. You need support. Because if you sit there and you dwell, you keep on thinking about what the fuck going on with you, right? You, like, it's like you helping whatever going on with you. It's like, it seems like as if, you know, you're making it worse. But I mean, how can you make it worse than it already is? I don't, I don't know. I don't know, but I, I, when she found out, she just knew, she was like, I'll be there. I'm going to be there for you. I'm going to be there for you. She even heard about it. 
she went home the next day and she prayed about it and I mean that's all you can do pray and keep you know just keep on praying you know for a second opinion or whatever the case was you know but um you know in life in life sometimes we get so fucking frustrated about certain shit to whereas we just don't want to deal with it you know what I'm saying? We just get tired of it, you know? And be like, I give up. You want me? Come get me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's how I be. So, we practice self-love day in and day out. We take good care of ourselves, you know? Make sure you take care of your mental health. Always take care of your mental health, you know? Always do. Sure. Because if there's no me without you, you know, you need your mental space. You need your mental to be able to breathe and and be able to say the things you want to say. And people understand where you're coming from. People understand that, hey, you know, you need to breathe up every now and then. But I, my, my prayers go out to anyone out here who's going through it. Because it's hard. Nobody say life itself is easy. I say a prayer for you. And for the fact that you gain strength and comfort and patience with yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself. Just know that you're not the only one out here by yourself going through things. Because we all go through tough times. But tough times don't last for long. With that being said, kings and queens, practice self-love day in and day out. Because when you love yourself, you won't allow no one to come into your world, your life, and try to destroy you. You are too good. Too good for people who don't know your worth. That's their problem, their issues. I want you to focus on you becoming the best version of yourselves. And that means letting go of things that no longer serve your kings and queens. By all means, take care. Till we come on this platform again, prayers for anyone going through anything. Much love and respect to you all. I'm out. Bye, Royals.